Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. Yeah, we had to hear that song a couple times. Don't think about it. Let it all go. Don't think about it. Let it all go. We are here to talk about leading edge understanding of our consciousness and our interaction with source energy. We like to dabble in the law of attraction because it's interesting to see what we are doing with this wonderful, delicious, tangible, physical reality. It is so wonderful to wake up. And remember that we are in conscious co-creation with all that is, and we are it. It is happening as us, through us, and the law of attraction wakes us up to that remembering. So we say thank you, God. Thank you, teachers who are here with us in the non-physical to help us remember ourselves. And we also call this this show Living the Teachings of Abraham. For those of you who are not familiar, we follow the teachings of Abraham, who is the guided high source energy that comes through Esther Hicks. You can find out all about it at abraham-hicks.com. But I have a feeling the folks who've been connected connecting to this show know all about the Abrahams and are really interested to find out more and more about what's being said, how God is revealing itself to us today, uh, just in perfect timing for our expansion. And speaking of expansion, uh, the show today is really about how do we deal with our past in a way that doesn't keep us repeating it. You know, oftentimes throughout the day, we tell stories about where we've been. And what we are hearing from Abraham and what we know about the law of attraction is that which we speak is an energetic point of attraction. So how can we talk about our past in a way that keeps us moving forward, that keeps us expanding and not stuck in that place of, again, repeating that which we do not want, repeating the life that we had last year? Because, you know, your expanded self has moved on, and it is quite painful to stay stuck in a universe that has a momentum that is moving forward and forward and forward. But the good news is we came here for this momentum. We came here for this expansion. So to help me unravel, re-ravel, reset is my friend uh, on the line with us, Heather Novak. Welcome, Heather. Thanks, Ray. It's great to be here. Well, I want to say a little bit about you before we get into the nitty-gritty of our conversation today about how to reset our mindset, as you say. Heather is a certified licensed hypnotherapist. She also teaches 
hypnobirthing. She teaches meditation, and she's a lover of the Abrahams. And so it was so exciting for me to meet her because I love this combination of the hypnotherapist and the person who's dealing with the stories of our lives on the conscious and unconscious level and also someone who understands deeply the Law of Attraction. I want to get her website out first and foremost so that you can check her out, uh, ResetYourMindset.net. Heather, tell us a little bit about, just briefly, how you tripped into this Law of Attraction stuff, and obviously it has made a huge impact on your life and your career, but give us sort of the two-minute where you come from. Okay, great. Well, it's been about, I think it's 10, 11 years ago now that I heard about Abraham and I started listening to the audios and going to the um, workshops, and I just really resonated with all that they were saying. It was like my whole life was coming up to that point of, of remembering. Like you talked about earlier, you said remembering who we are, and it all made sense when I, when I went to this um, workshop. And so I've been listening on audio and going to workshops and I got to sit in the hot seat at one of the last workshops I went to and it's just been really um, mind-altering for me because I've shift, shifted my entire life due to Abraham and hypnosis and um, just really focusing on what I want instead of what I don't want. <laughs> what, a, what a concept, right? And I think so many of us have that same feeling of kind of coming home when we hear this information and also knowing, I knew this. Like at some yeah. level, we know that we know, but it is, I think, fun. And I often say that, you know, we came into this time-space reality for this game of forgetting who we are and then the surprise of remembering. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like Christmas morning. You open up, oh, it's just what I wanted to remember that I needed. Um, it is part of that expansion. It's a crazy game that we play and you know, one of the things that I think is the most challenging a little bit about coming into knowing the laws of attraction is you can't go back. It's like if you know that your thoughts and your consciousness are creating everything that is, you really have to be careful how you tell the stories of who you are and where you come from. And and I know that some of us are very, very attached to our stories um, how do you teach, how do you deal with your clients in, in sort of letting them understand the importance of changing those stories and how they talk about where they've been? Well, I really use a lot of the tools and techniques that I've, I've learned from Abraham. The key thing that I love is the emotional guidance system. It has been really impactful for me because, you know, when they talk about that indicator, like a <laughs> the gas tank being our indicator, of where we are when when we are so stuck in lower level emotions and we're judging ourselves for it, like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty and so horrible and this and that. We keep telling ourselves over and over and over again. And I remind them that this is just an indicator that you're paddling upstream and that you're experiencing contrast for a reason to take that contrast and know what it is you are wanting and get the clarity, turn it around, allow yourself to go with the flow and it's really powerful because in every contrast, we can see and sense and feel what it is we are wanting if we allow ourselves to go there. Absolutely. So that's key, really. And you know, I, what I love about the emotional guidance system and um, and just sort of a, a quick sort of key on that is is essentially we're we're learning that when you when you are 
experiencing lower vibration emotions, frustration, anger, guilt, all the ones that kind of hang out in the uh kind of feeling, what we're being told from Source Energy is that the thoughts that we're thinking are not in alignment with our whole self, our true self, our, our real self. And what I love about that is it just means that we're never disconnected from source energy, that our very emotions, which everywhere we go, there they are, are telling us there's something other than what we're doing available to us. If we know that that's what that is and not just like say, you know, just say stuck there. That knowing is so important, that aha, that, that my bad feelings are not just who I am, but an indication that I'm not experiencing who I could be. Exactly. But waking people up to that, I mean, how to sensitize someone to care about their feelings because they're creating their reality based on that vibration. I mean, how how do you get people to really step into that knowing? You know, that's a great question, and I think I actually attract a lot of people that had um, shut down a lot of their connection to their feelings throughout their life because, of course, I attract who I am, and I was the person who grew up in um, a lot of contrast. I really chose a, a family with a lot of drama, trauma, whatever it was, and I shut down my emotions when I was young. So I always thought, oh, well, you know, I'm strong and powerful because, you know, I can take anything and everything. And when I started to learn about the importance of feeling, and then when I opened the floodgates to feeling and I I allowed myself to really feel and sense and experience and added to that the teachings of Abraham and what Source is telling us about how to use those feelings and emotions as an indicator of where we are and those pieces together have really changed my life. And so as I'm working with these people to experience their emotions and everything, sometimes at the beginning it's very uncomfortable, you know. So they go through all of these different emotions for the first time maybe. But then they come through it and they're like, wow, I'm really feeling life. They really have more passion, more desire, more sensation. You know, it's just like everything for them in front of their eyes. Even though they're, they've been expanding this whole time, they can feel and sense and experience expansion in a whole new way. Absolutely. You know, it's, I always say sometimes that once you know the rules of the game, the game can be fun. But if you're in the middle of the game and you don't know the rules, it can you can suffer. It can be really, really hard, you know. But I, I love that someone like you comes along and kind of shows them the playbook a little bit. Um, they attracted you, obviously. They were ready to hear that they had more power than they were experiencing in their life. And, and I know this. You, you really hit on something, though, that I, I want to delve into deeper. This idea of sort of being shut down to emotions, so much so that your low vibrating emotions become normal, mm-hmm. and and you don't even think you feel bad because right. you're so used to not feeling good. Right. I, how do you begin to wake up those sensations if oftentimes that shut down has been a response to the past? Well, I guess at one point or another, you have to to desire something different. Even if you don't know, um, you know, if it becomes normal to you, but you just feel like there's something more that you're wanting and you just have that little bit of desire, I think that's enough to move you 
forward and to because we do live in, with the law of attraction. It's happening all the time, with or without us n- knowing about it or acknowledging it. So we find p- the people that can share with us what's going on. And you know, for me to find hypnosis was really powerful because I didn't understand the power of the subconscious mind and how a lot of that programming that I had been um, taught as a child wasn't my stuff. It was like other, you know, my parents and my relatives and my teachers' fears and pains and anxieties that they transferred over to me, and I thought it was me. And I thought, well, you know, I don't feel like me. Like my spirit of me feels different than how I act in this world, me. So I knew that there was something off there, and so I think that is what helped me move forward into um, hypnosis, which then actually I created my, a self-hypnotic journey for myself, not knowing what I was doing. It was kind of an accident and I had an amazing experience. As, um, what it was was my daughter was born, and I wanted to have her without medication. And I didn't know anything about it, but I figured, hey, women have been having babies for thousands of years. I can do this. And I created a self-hypnosis and had this amazing experience and a nine-pound, one-ounce baby with no pain and no struggle and total fun and joy and relaxation. And so I knew there was something something to the power of our mind, and which is vibration, obviously. We're all vibration. Um, Dang, girl, I just got to take a breath right there. You pushed out a nine-pound baby with no pain. I am on bended knee. That rocks. I mean, you could not walk away from that without saying, wow, there's something going on here. <laughs> that, that's what exactly happened. And that's Congratulations. Why wow. Well, I, and I, I want to delve into what's happening with hypnosis, especially from sort of the Abrahamic perspective, because I think it, it all ties together so nicely in that, from what I understand, when we go into a hypnotic state, we release all resistance or a lot of the thought forms that kind of keep us uh, going in our conscious state. Is 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 that how you see it or what's it's going ab- on? It's really similar because, you know, Abraham says when we sleep, we um, just let go of the resistance and we allow, we just, we just go with the flow and we are really connected to source. It's the same type of thing, but we're not asleep. You know, when we're in hypnosis, Everyone experiences hypnosis a different way. Some people are very lucid and um, really connected to each word that they hear, and other people don't remember a thing, but they just feel relaxed and open and calm throughout the experience. So, yes, it's definitely a way. For me, the side effect of relaxation (laughs) is one of those positive side effects, you know, as opposed to when you take a, you know, medical drug that you see on TV and they say side effects may include blah, 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 you know, bloating, vomiting, diarrhea. (laughs) Side effects may include relaxation, more joy, um, calm, peaceful, connected, centered, clarity, that type of thing. So, Time in the vortex, all that good stuff. Well, I I really love this because... um, so this idea of, of sort of a hypnotic state, and I know that you teach self-hypnosis, which is sort of a self-releasing. Can you describe to me, and I don't know if you've been able to articulate this before, I know it's subtle, what is the difference between sort of a hip- hypnotic state and, and, say, meditation? I think that um, 
it's probably similar for some people. I think some people can meditate themselves into a hypnotic state. There's very different levels of hypnosis. There's a, a light hypnosis, and then there's a deep hypnosis, and there's all the gradations in between. So it's almost like the emotional guidance, I mean the emotional scale, which has all different gradations. Um, but sometimes people, I think for me, what I noticed is that with meditation, I have to kind of do it myself, and with hypnosis, I don't have to do anything. I just listen and allow. Um, so there's Got kind it. of like a doing versus a allowing kind of process for me. So, you know, in a way, the a, a guided hypnotic experience could very well be like a guided meditation, and you might be able to go a little bit deeper depending on uh, the practice that you have. But I think what's so interesting about both of these practices is this, um, what I call LGLG, let go, let God, let go, let God. Because often we try to solve our problems by talking about them, by um, going at them as if we're going to wrestle them to the ground. And because we're now becoming so keenly aware of the laws of attraction and also just the quantum physics of our universe, we know that you can't solve the problem by digging deeper. So what I so appreciate with what you're teaching and what you're doing is you're really teaching people to let go. Absolutely. What 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 it's like, I guess what to answer the the second part of your first question, the difference between meditation and hypnosis is the state might feel similar and then once you're in that state, the work that we do as hypnotherapists is we create positive associations to place into the subconscious mind. So if you think of the mind as um, the the conscious and subconscious and the subconscious being the majority, which is about 88%, being filled up, the subconscious mind being filled up with associations, some are associations that serve us, that are helping us stay in the vortex and that are allowing us to be connected to source and be who we are. And then there's other associations in there that maybe. Um, like I was talking earlier about, you know, maybe my mom was scared of heights when she was a kid or maybe um, my dad had, um, what, you know, whatever it is and they were putting it, you know, kind of into my space, I've created negative associations. And so instead of getting rid of what's not working for me, we just put in more positive of what is working and we we invite the focus to be focusing on the new positive association, it's, it's almost like an implantation <laughs> of a positive into the subconscious, and then we bring the attention over to that, and as we focus on the positive, then as we all know here, then we receive the positive. And so we don't let go of the old as much as it's still there, but we just don't look at it anymore. We bring our attention over here. That makes a lot of sense, and it, and it really is, like you said, a remembering of who we already are. If you've just joined us, I'm Ray Zander, and I'm talking with Heather Novak. She's a certified hypnotherapist and also uh, a wonderful fan of Abraham, and we're, we're kind of weaving through these two understandings of consciousness. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay tuned.
As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Even if you're a seasoned spiritual student, Even if you've been on a spiritual journey for a long time, how's your life working? Knowing spiritual principles isn't enough. We have to practice them every day. Join Rev. Ellen Debenport and co-host Laura Shepard on Absolute Living as they talk each week about putting principles into action in every decision we make. We now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back. Um, my name is Ray Zander, and you're listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. We also want to give a shout-out to all our Unity FM listeners. Hello, Unity. We're so excited to be on the network. We've been uh, The show's been going on for a couple years now, but we are so excited to now be broadcasting to our heartfelt Unity uh, listeners. And if you'd like to email us and tell us, what you think or what you'd like to talk about on our shows or like to hear talked about, our email address is everydayattraction at gmail.com. Before the break, we were talking with Heather about the difference between hypnotic experiences and meditative experiences. And I think, you know, Heather, what you so clearly put together is that there's this idea of remembering our positive associations that live within us that are always constantly there, but we have through, like you said, experiences in our past and things we've picked up along our vibrational trail, sort of forgotten some of those uh, knowings that are there. And what I love about what you're saying is that it's not about going outside of ourselves, but really just allowing a remembering of those positive associations that truly are are who we really are, you know, it's the essence of us is pure positive vibration, and I think the pinching off that we do in our consciousness on the day to day conscious level um, is is an interesting part of the releasing process. Uh, one thing I want to get into a little bit because I love delving into what Abraham is telling us and what we've sort of known from conventional therapy or conventional practices. You know, they have come out quite frankly and said. You know, we don't believe in the subconscious mind. And I want to clarify that because some people kind of get into a twist and say, well, gosh, you know, how how can that be when we have all these studies and information about the subconscious mind? But what they have said is that it's not what they have said is that we don't want you to think that the subconscious mind is not accessible to you. A lot of times we've been given information that you just, oh, just give it up. It's all subconscious. There's nothing you can do. You know, you're a mess. Uh, leave it alone. I mean, what they're trying to say in that they don't believe in the uh, subconscious not, mind not being accessible, what they have called it is the unconscious mind, uh, that which we've been practicing, as we talked about earlier, so much that we don't even realize we believe it or know it uh, to be something that is not our true self. Uh, have you heard some of the things they've talked about with the subconscious mind? 
Yeah, um, they've also just talked about that if you're not putting your attention on it, it's not activated. And one of the things that I think is really subtle is that some, and you, you, you touched on this earlier, some of the things that are considered normal to us, <laughs> we are so used to that running in the background that we don't hear it. Um, we, if we are um, so used to something, let's say, that has been not serving us, something we don't want, but it's just running all the time, we might not say we think about it. We might not know we're thinking about it, but we're still activating it on, an, on a, a different level. And so I think what we get confused sometimes is that just because it's not foremost in our mind that we're not actually thinking about it. And I, I'm trying not to get too, because it sounds like I'm getting too intellectual, but what I'm, what I'm saying is that um, we are activating things sometimes that we're hearing over and over again, and we're not, it's, it's kind of like in your house if you have something on the wall for 10 years, you don't even realize it's there because it's been up there for 10 years and you just walk right by. That's a great way to put it. And also that whole thing where you first get into a bath and it's hot and after a while you just sort of get used to it. You don't realize it's really on. <laughs> I really like this topic because it's about the understanding that we are communicating vibrationally, not through our words. Right. That That's an important rule of game that when I came into that knowing, a lot of stuff that was showing up in my life was like, I don't think about that. I've never said that. I don't talk about that. And yet here it was. And when I got quiet enough and did some of my own practices of going into that quiet and allowing some of those feelings to come up, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm beating that drum louder than I could have ever known. You know, and and that's such a realization in in the practice to realize what you've been doing vibrationally versus what you've been trying to do with your action and your words. Exactly. I mean, that's really the whole aha, isn't it? It is. It is, and that we, um, I think, sometimes it's it's really learning who we be vibrationally um, because we think sometimes we are our action and our words. And it's just that listening, like you said, when you get quiet and go in, um, you can feel it. And I think that's the other thing is that we can feel things vibrationally that maybe there's not even a word for. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's just a feeling that we know. And it's when we become more attuned to our vibration, we can sense for ourselves where we are. You know, like we get in the river wherever we are, and that's where we are. And we never compare ourselves to where everybody else is, but we know ourselves. And so it's really helpful sometimes to get some of that special tuning to hear yourself and to, to really feel what's going on. Absolutely, and and that's why I really love the, the practice of hypnosis and deep meditation because unlike psychotherapy where oftentimes you're you're getting into the thing on a intellectual level um, and kind of replaying it, there is this letting go therapy that I think is so powerful because it's energetic therapy. And Abraham has been talking about how the real great awakening on our planet is our our understanding of energy and how it's going to impact not only how we are in the world, but 
the the kinds of things that we create. What they've been talking about recently is, and you hit on it right right in the the middle of the of the target, is this idea of normal versus natural. And let me explain that just as for a sec. Natural is this high vibrating source energy being that we are. We cannot ever be disconnected from that truth. That is our our truth, our natural state. Normal, as you said, are sometimes things, resistances or practices that we pick up along our vibrational life where we kind of pinch ourselves off. So what may be normal to you may not be natural. Right. That interesting way of seeing that, and I'm sure you see that in your practice all the time. Absolutely, I I really um, hear from people their their natural their desire for their natural and then their normal. You know, I think that's part of what I do is I bring more of the natural in, which then kind of becomes the new normal. Like it? Yes, I hear you. And and that's like a, a whole new world because when you step into the more natural, then the physical world in the quote-unquote manifest world has to show up differently and then there's an opportunity for new thought patterns, new habits of thought that could be very, very different. And I, I love the momentum you must see as people start to get into their more natural state of knowing who they are and releasing, releasing, releasing anything else. Yes, it's really... Um it's so joyous for me because I've been able to experience it for myself and so passing it on as my gift and my joy in life has been so exciting. And there's two things that I really love about our mind. One is for people that don't you know, know as much about their vibration, um, they think that they're their thoughts because I th- we, it seems like we live in this more fast-paced environment that we live in that people are thinking more, they're exposing themselves to more message units and they're getting bombarded with thoughts all the time and so they they think they have to think themselves through and they have to resolve and everything. Well, as you're speaking now, we, we know more about vibration and everything, but as we're learning how to shift into our vibrational natural state, <laughs> um, the mind is so powerful in this process. Um, there's one thing that I really love sharing with my clients is that your mind can only be at one place at one time. Mm. It's, it's not a multitasking mind. It can't be at two or three or five places. It can only be at one place. So whatever you decide to focus on is where your mind is in that moment. And that is your point of creation. And I love that because no matter what's happened to you in your past, unless you're strapping it on in this moment and giving it attention it can't it can't create right in this moment wow thank you god thank you god for this perfect mechanism um i've heard too this idea that you can either use your mind or it uses you and i like that kind of awakening to the fact that i'm either master of it or it's my slave <laughs> or or it slaves over me right. you know it is this sort of idea of how can I use this brilliant tool that I have but not be at its mercy because it can sometimes, it, it's a great focuser. And that's powerful because we create through focus. So thank you. We are focusing mechanisms, as Abraham always says. But unless we understand that that this mind 
unless we have practices that knows how to use it, it, it can overtake us and create a lot of suffering unnecessarily. It really is interesting. You can it can be the most glorious tool, or it can really uh, create quite a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. You know? And that the other thing that's really powerful is that um, if somebody had experienced something in their past that they don't want to focus on anymore we can go into their mind and tell their mind something different happened and the mind doesn't know the difference between what actually happened or what, you, what you're telling yourself had happened. So we can go in there and create your mind to believe something more positive, something more aligned with your natural state of being with source, but who you are. Um, that's really powerful and fun too. So that is really the essence. I know, your, again, your website is www.resetyourmindset.net. Um, is that really the core of your practice then, recasting, uh, representing things that have happened in a way that are more in alignment with that, that natural self? Yes, absolutely. Wow. What a practice. <laughs> What a practice. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you before we go to our next break was, you know, I love this idea of, of going and, and you know, having a, a practitioner that understands hypnosis from a spiritual perspective um, and also getting a meditation practice. But what kind of tools do you work with on your clients to in the conscious everyday world where we are driving and going to the grocery store and dealing with kids and work? I mean, what kind of tools can we have to stay aware of our attraction practice in, in the everyday? Well, I use a lot of the tools from the book, Ask and It Is Given. Um, so I use a lot of the pivoting and the 68 seconds of focus. Um, one of my favorite tools is imagining a grounding cord connected to the base of your spine down to the center of the planet. And I like to invite it to be fun or silly if it's a rainbow or an elephant's trunk or whatever it is, and just allowing anything and everything that's not your natural state of being, which is your connection to source, your light and love, just to let it all go down to the, bottom, to the center of the planet and um, then that energy goes back to wherever it came from. So if it's, you know, your moms or your friends or whatever, it goes back to them, giving them a little gift and a boost of themselves. Um, and then I invite a golden sun above their head, and they um, call back like a magnet all of their little parts of themselves that they've left out and about throughout the day and bring that sun back, all of it into the sun and bring it back into their body. It's really powerful and helpful and fun. You can do it just anytime, anywhere, anyplace. I love the playfulness of what you're talking about. That is so cool. This idea that any moment you can drop into this idea of an elephant trunk reaching down to the to the center of the earth and just allowing it to be sort of a dumping ground of anything that's not serving you. I love that we have that choice in the moment to do that and know that that is the alignment practice. That is an opportunity to connect with source. It's not like you're running from your problems because I know a lot of people say, well, if I just ignore what's wrong, how am I going to be responsible to it? I mean, how do you tangle with that? Well, I mean, I think, first of all, they, they think what's wrong is wrong. And so, you know, we look at the judgment of what is right and wrong. Does Is there such a thing? And is it really about that or is it about 
learning how to manage your vibration and learning how to be who you really truly are. Um, anytime anyone's not their own light and their own love of source, that their connectedness, it's not going to feel good, you know. <laughs> and maybe it feels wrong, maybe it feels bad. But um, I really, the other part of my practice that I'm so excited about is letting go of the labels and the judgment because that is what was something that kept me so bound up and uncomfortable throughout my life was growing up in a very judgmental, opinionated family and thinking that that um, was going to serve me and I just was so tied up. And so letting go of judgment, what's wrong in the first place, (laughs) has been a gift in itself, a freeing experience. That's brilliant. Um, I love that uh, teaching that it's okay to to really let go of those labels and judgments because they're really not yours to begin with. And this idea of, I remember Abraham saying at a workshop, uh, I love you so much, I don't care what you think. And at first that's kind of startling because you're like, well, how come you don't care about what people think? Well, the idea is, is that in order to truly be in alignment, we have to be only aware and connected with our source. And if we're entertaining everyone else's thoughts and feelings and entertaining our judgments about those, we really can't hear that main relationship. And so, if, and if I'm not in alignment with that, I have nothing to give. I really am like empty well, you know? So, Sometimes I do find myself when in the midst of a judgment, you know, because it feels bad, indication number one, oh, this feels bad. I love this idea of saying, oh, I love you so much, I don't care what you think. It's almost like a, it's like a hall pass to just let it go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, this this idea, too, that, you know, that we can at any moment drop in to the silence, drop into resetting what's going on. I think oftentimes we are given, again, permission to just come apart for a while, to step back. And, and I've been doing that practice in the nitty-gritty of of just segment intending where before I go into a meeting or before I go into take a call or get in my car even to drive to work, just sort of letting go and relaxing and checking in with myself. And that's sort of a a little bit of a discipline that gets into, but it sure pays off in the everyday. Yeah, and it's it's if you really um, desire it, it's really a lot easier than we think it is. It's just as easy as brushing our teeth every night before bed, you know? Mm. Especially if you notice how good it feels. Segment intending is so wonderful because you can really just, Ah, relax, you know, and take that deep breath and it just takes a moment and you feel like you just worked out at the gym or you just had, uh, you know, meditation time or whatever it is. It's so easy and helpful. It's I love that. I, and and it is, you're right, easy as brushing your teeth. Thank you for that because it is, it is the truth of who we are and sometimes we don't need to go in front of incense and our altar, and a puffy cushion to go just drop into that. It is an everyday practice. Um, thank you for that. That was that was really a great everyday takeaway, as I like to say here. When we come back in a few minutes, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to be in the everyday and, and really keep checking in with your vibrational alignment, knowing that is the core to your creating. Again, you're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray Zander, and I'm talking with Heather Novak, and we'll be back in just a moment. 
Stay tuned. Music Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your host, Dale Worley, is alive with the Spirit of God each Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. been listening to everyday attraction where the law of attraction gets real to learn more become a fan of our facebook page search for everyday attraction or email us at everydayattraction@unity.fm your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed hello everyone and welcome back you're listening to everyday attraction living the life and the lessons of Abraham, and also where the law of attraction gets real. Um, I'm talking with Heather Novak, who is a certified hypnotherapist and an Abrahamite. And Heather, I wanted to tell you about some of the new stuff that they're, you know, I, I, I am out, I'm on the glutton program, so I'm getting kind of all the nitty-gritty stuff that's coming through. And one of the latest things that they're doing, and we talked about it just before the show, is this thing where they're saying, oh, call it irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Irrelevant. If it's not something that's serving you, they're they're getting into this idea that we have to stop constructing um, things that we don't want by focusing on them. And they've gotten into this whole concept of sort of deconstruction. And part of the practice of deconstruction is just saying, "Oh, that's irrelevant." I'm. I'm. It's like, oh, another thing they've been saying is later, Gator. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paying attention to this later, Gator. And I've been having so much fun with that. But it really is something where you have to practice because I'm so used to, you know, kind of wrangling something into the nitty gritty and figuring out what's happening here and why is this happening. It's really been freeing and fun. I was kind of curious about your reaction to that. That sort of. Oh, process. I love it. I, it actually reminds me of um, um, a conversation that I had with. One of my other favorite people in the world, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer, I had this amazing experience with my girlfriend. Um, she, I had turned her on to him and to Abraham, and we were going to Maui, so she wrote him a letter saying, my friend Heather introduced me to you, and I really would love to introduce you to her physically someday. And the day that we, we decided we were going to meet Wayne Dyer while we went to Maui, you know, it was in our intention. And the day before we left, he called and said, Hi! Wow! <laughs> he's like, and he's, and I'm like, yes. And he's like, how do you know? And I said, because I've heard your voice a million times. I've listened to your audios and gone to your workshops. So he met us on the beach in Maui, right outside our hotel, for about 45 minutes, just hanging out. You know, just the three of us. And he was telling me, um, and he said he was a certified hypnotherapist as well. He's like, you know, sometimes it's like you you have to look at your life from the third person and stand outside and watch it all happen. And when you have that, like, that perspective from, like, a little step back from what source, you know, when Abraham talks about the broader perspective and the 30,000-foot view and everything, you have that bigger picture. It's so much easier to to say that later, Gator, or it's irrelevant because you can see the bigger picture, (laughs) 
it's, but which you're in the middle of it and you're like have it all around you and you're like so you know enthralled with all the details sometimes it's like you don't you don't know how to take that step back and say it's irrelevant so i think you know that whole idea of just stepping back outside and and looking at it in in hypnosis sometimes i do um an ex- experience where they're looking at at part of their life on a movie screen as if they're sitting in a theater and watching it I and love so I, that. that perspective it it makes it easier to do that you know it's irrelevant and later gator and laugh you know because you can see it from a different angle different vantage point <laughs> Heather, you rock. That was perfect. It, it's exactly why it works, because you have to step into the broader perspective in order to have the audacity to call something irrelevant. You yep. know what I mean? You, <laughs> right. Oh, it really kind of allows you to step into that, that remembering of your power to decide where you're going to focus. You know, again, it's that, that mind thing where it's working for me. I'm not working for it. You know, I'm back. I'm in this. I am not going to sleep on this. Later, Gator, you're out. I'm not listening to you. No, thank you. Love you. You know what I mean? It's just, there gets to be a point, if you've been manifesting things that aren't working, that you do reach a point where you say, enough of this. I am, I am going to take back that which is mine. And my alignment, the thing that I love about, you know, it's irrelevant, it's irrelevant, is that you know, some people will say, yeah, but how are you going to get anything done? How is anything going to be accomplished? And here's here's the game rule that just opened me up big time. In the vortex, in that knowing of who you are, in that natural state, all the rendezvous points, all the people you need to meet, all the exact things that you need to have everything happen are within there. Like I say, you know, the universe has everyone's phone number and they know who needs to call you? You don't have to figure this out. And boy, what a joy that is to know. What a relief. What a relief. It's And it's it's even more than a relief. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. It's like, wow, I have no idea what's going to unfold. I just know it's going to be fabulous, you know? So what do I need to worry about this little thing over here? You know, it really is irrelevant, this little thing over here. <laughs> Well, you just said it with your Wayne Dyer experience. I mean, you guys were playful. It wasn't like, we have to meet Wayne Dyer. We'll die if we don't. You know, it was like, oh, we're just going to have it happen. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting, that playfulness. And then, oh, it is nothing more exhilarating than getting that call as you did and having that experience where you think, that's it. My to-do list is out the door. I'm going to let Source Energy decide (laughs) what really is relevant to me. And I'm just going to play along because the excitement and the joy of where it's going, it it just, you couldn't plan stuff like that if you had to do it on your own. Absolutely. And it actually reminds me of one of the quotes the other day, and I'm so bad about remembering the exact ones, but, you know, the daily Abraham quotes, and they were talking about, you know, if we get focused on the, if we if we just are really connected to what we want and why we want it instead of what we want and how, when, where, why it's going to show up. <laughs> yes. It's you know obviously the resistance is in the how, where, why, when. You know we we need to micromanage. That's that micromanager in the human part of us that wants to know it all and figure <laughs> it out. And <laughs> that's that's irrelevant. <laughs> 
Irrelevant. Call your universal manager. Let it go. Let it go. That's that's actually a great tidbit that we should let everyone know. If anyone doesn't know, you can go to abraham-hicks.com and sign up for those daily emails. And I really love those because oftentimes they're, well, most of the time, okay, they're always exactly what I need to hear, you know, in that moment of remembering um, which way do we want to go today, kids, you know. And if you're in the midst of contrast, no big deal. You know, if it looks like everything's falling down around you, good for you. Decks are being cleared. There's a way that you can change your perspective on pretty much anything that's going on. And the opportunity to, you know, pivot, as you mentioned before, and decide to change your perspective and be in a more playful space. The universe will respond in such a rapid way. You know, you don't have to take our word for it, right, Heather? Just try it. You'll know. And I know most of the folks who are listening to this show are are well aware of their power to shift things around. But it is so fun to watch the universe show up in a new way. And you're like, have yeah. you had that experience? You're like, I'm in. I- I'm never going back to that other way. <laughs> Every day, you know. I mean, it's just even when I do obviously have plenty of contrast, but I – At this point now, I'm like, bring it on, baby, bring it on. (laughs) It's okay when I have the – I think that was one of the other key things that I learned to um, really feel the power of because I used to be the person who, when I felt great, I thought it was great, and when I felt bad, I thought it was bad. (laughs) Yes. You know, that judgment, this is good and this is bad. And so when I'd feel bad, I'd be like, oh, it's bad and wrong to feel bad. Oh, my goodness. Um, But now when I look at the contrast and I say, okay – I've, I've, you know, invited this contrast into my life. What is it that I'm really wanting to know and learn? What is the contrast actually invi- inviting me to um, focus on what I do want, not what I don't want? And so sometimes I think we stop with the contrast and say, oh, I must be doing something wrong to invite contrast into my life instead of looking for the contast to turn around what you're not wanting into what it is you are wanting and continuing that process. I love that. And and they've even given it a word recently, um, the bounce. They call it the bounce. So you have a real, and for any folks who aren't used to the Abraham lingo, contrast is when something shows up in your life that isn't what you want, that uh, looks like it's, it's out the opposite of what you want and um, when difficulty happens. And it's something where like big stuff happens like diagnoses or little stuff happens like your car breaks down all the time. I mean, it really is this idea of contrast is like, huh, this is not what I planned for kind of feeling. But what happens in that moment is that you get a real, whether you know it or not, your body-mind consciousness shoots off a rocket of desire that says we want something different than this. We want whole health, we want perfect cars running in great alignment. Well, you know, you're you're shooting up and what they're talking about and what you're talking about is this idea of focusing on the bounce. What has this now bounced you into and then giving all of your attention to that. Boy, that's a powerful practice. Cool. Yeah. Because don't you want to focus, I mean, there's like this pull to focus on the problem because it's already manifested. It has color and texture and names and places and it has all this drama i think the challenge with the bounce is that you have to go into your imagination you have to go within you have to go have your hypnotic opportunity you know to kind of get into the energy that's now been launched and and that that's the tricky part isn't it pulling back from the sort of the drama part of it because it has so much 
attention. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's really, I think, part of, of understanding how the laws work, even though we might have a momentum to be pulled into watching the drama and participating in it once we know that the very focus of our consciousness on it is keeping it stuck. Then I, I think we do get more into the idea of like, I'm taking the bounce, I'm only going to focus um, on, on what it is that this has allowed me to get clarity on. And uh, But do you find sometimes, though, it is a bit challenging when people want to tell their stories as to why they want to be where they want to be? I mean, how do you stop that? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, usually the people that really want to keep telling their stories, they don't even come into my path, right? So it's the people that they want to stop telling their stories. And how do you stop that? You know, it's interesting. I think what it is is that we're stopping too soon, so I keep inviting them to keep going. It's almost as if you're going to run a marathon and, like, by the ninth mile you're exhausted. But, you know, once you break through, you keep going, and then you feel better. So I just keep inviting, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. You know, I do it through usually distraction ask more questions, change the subject, bring them over there. What is it that you are wanting? What do you want more of? And I think that's why I love hypnosis so much because I take all the stuff that they don't want, I ask them what the opposite of all that stuff is, using their own language and lingo, and then I feed it all back to them so that they can listen every day to this, um, what it is they are wanting. And then over time they just, you know, if you listen to a 15-minute hypnotic journey, which I love because it's only 15 minutes, and you listen to it every day. First of all, it gives you the effect of a two-hour nap. So, woohoo! you have more <laughs> more energy and you're more relaxed and you don't need to have two hours to take a nap. And then the second thing is it becomes your your normal, and that's, and it's more like you were talking about natural versus normal. It, it's, it's more the natural of who you be, and it becomes more of the normal of who you are, and then all of a sudden, you're you're actually doing it. You know, it's like you think that maybe it's going to be hard or difficult, but when you allow it all to happen, it's really not that big of a deal. It's actually much easier than we expect. <laughs> go hypnosis! I tell you, stop telling the story. Just go into a hypnotic journey. All as well. I know. I really love this. I think it's part of this energy medicine that's coming through to help us remember who we are. I have been speaking with this hour to wonderful Heather Novak, who has been such a joy to talk with you. And if people who are listening to the show want to connect with you, is it your website the best place? Or um, do you have an email that you can give out to folks? Sure. I can um, have them contact ResetYourMindset at gmail.com. Um, or, like you said, ResetYourMindset.net is my website. Um, I am so excited and happy to work with people that love the, you know, the everyday attraction, <laughs> the understanding of Abraham, because I, it's like an amazing how such few sessions work, because almost every piece of the puzzle is there, and this is kind of just like an anchoring it in type of thing. Awesome. Really and I, I saw that on your website, too. You have some opportunities to really help people uh, build a specific meditation practice that's really tailored to who they are and and where they are? Yes. Awesome. Everybody's at a different place on their journey. So they um, there's something for everyone here. And even little kids, it's interesting because I've 
had mostly women because I am a mom and I have kids, and so I've had mostly women come to me, but they've been referring their husbands and their their significant others and then their children. And so I do this really great, fun journey for kids through um, story adventure that they listen to at night before they go to bed. And, you know, there's as a mom, I see that there's so much out there in the media, but there's not a lot about energy. I mean, Abraham has some kids' books, Sarah, and some other stuff out there, but there's not a lot out there teaching them how to, um, you know, listen to what's happening in their body and feel their vibration and feel the confidence and um, their own source connection. And so I love doing that, too, working with kids or just making audios for them and having their parents have turned on on at night before bed. It's really fun. I love that. And actually, you just launched into my Vortex, the opportunity to perhaps have you back and talk about parenting in the Vortex. That would be so much fun. Would you be up for that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Oh, it's that's my one of my... Today. I'm. I'm... I'm living it and learning it and teaching it all together. <laughs> all right. It's a date. Look out, everyone. We're going to have Heather Novak back to talk about parenting and all this wonderful stuff. It's just endless, isn't it? It's endless, the opportunity. So just thank you for spending this last hour with us. Um, really appreciate your insights, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back again. Thanks, Ray. It was really wonderful to be here. You're awesome. Have a great time. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. We've been talking to Heather Novak, and we have just a few minutes left uh, for the hour here on Everyday Attraction. And um, I hope that this hour has been helpful, and I hope that you got a few tricks and tips to be in the everyday world and still be connecting to your high self, um, because that's what we're all about here at Everyday Attraction. This is not a mountaintop experience in the sense that we are in it to live in the contrast, to be in this world of effects and still be connected to source energy in a powerful, powerful way. And what we like to do occasionally is to go and look at um, some actual readings from Abraham Hicks, and we have pulled a reading card for today. This is the Law of Attraction a card deck, which you can get on the Abraham-Hicks website, and you can get a deck for yourself. But until then, enjoy this reading, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time on Everyday Attraction. Welcome to the Law of Attraction card reading. Today's card tells us, my life is as good as I allow it to be. Many people focus upon unwanted things with no deliberate attention to the emotional guidance within them. And then they try to compensate for their lackful thinking with physical action. And because of the misalignment of energy, they do not get results from their action. So then they try harder by offering more action, but still things do not improve. Like the air you breathe, abundance in all things is available to you. Your life will simply be as good as you allow it to be. Your life is as good as you allow it to be. This is Charcel reminding you that like attracts like and that today is sunny with possibility. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is recorded live on Thursdays at noon Pacific Time on 12radio.com and blogtalkradio.com. This program is generously supported by sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Live in the power of appreciation. Send out a card today. www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. And by 12 Academy. Reach unlimited horizons from your living room. On the web at www.12academy.com.